0: No, wee Bob, I would just put it in the freezer because you know, you're only toasting it anyway, son. Do you know what I mean? Um, let it last you a couple of weeks. I think this is a cold here. Okay, right, son. These headphones. Aye, whenever you're ready. Aha. Mhm. Do you ever hear the like of yawn? I know. Well, this is it. Hell of a carry on. Aha. Uh-huh. Right enough, Margaret. But what can you do? Tell you what, Missus. There's only one thing to say. Whether it's problems in love or a heavy workload, if you're feuding with your sister or her across the road, just give me a shout and we'll work it out. Ask Janice. Hello my darlings, welcome along once again to Ask Janice. This is episode four, you're on Clydebank Radio. Welcome if you're listening live, Uh, but I'm told that most people are listening uh, Afterwards, which is on a, a podcast thing. So, wherever you're tuning into this, you could be anywhere in the world. This is it. We're worldwide now. International. Unbelievable. Thank you very much for all your lovely comments. um, And you're writing in and, and phoning in the number 01412805141. And we've had, in the last week, loads of calls, people looking for advice. And, I mean, I say it's wonderful, but also, sometimes it's awfully sad because people are... You know, struggling and that, but I'm happy that I'm able to help some people. Um, so it's been a funny old week. Well, I suppose every week's funny, new isn't it? Um, but lots of people calling, in. we we all manner of different things, and we've tried to we've tried to whittle it down. We kind of fit everybody in, um, but we try and get a kind of broad range of topics. Uh, me and Matthew look through the calls. Matthew's marvelous, by the way. i just waving them through the glass here. Hello, Matthew. Um, He's very good, very good boy, and we'll look through. And as I say, I'm sorry that we can't get everybody in, um. But do keep calling, and it may be that we fit you in later on. Um. But we'd love to hear back for you if you've called into the show before and you've you've taken the advice or you've you've gone ahead or whatever. Um. It would be great to hear from you again. So, aye, um. That would be marvellous. So, in the meantime, um. Frank's still taking his naps in the afternoon, and um. Matthew's just made me a coffee there, and. I was saying to him just before we come on the the air, how did you do that? Um, I mean, it's no, it's no rocket science. It's instant coffee, but uh, it's different to how I would take it. And he says you put the milk in first. I says right, okay. Now what he told me was, and I've never, I never knew this. Um, if you put the hot water, boiling water, on top of coffee granules, I'm talking about instant, um, it can burn them. So if you put cold milk, and then you gently heat the milk up. So what I've, uh, he's helped me there is, coffee granules in, milk, and then in the microwave for 20 seconds, warm the milk up a bit, and then put the hot water on top of that. And I'll tell you what, you taste the difference. You do taste the difference, you know? Um, so I'm enjoying that, and I'm just looking, I've got, um, what we've started doing is, we've started printing out your calls as well, so that I can see in advance what we're looking at. Uh, because sometimes in the last few weeks, he's just Matthew's just hit go on them and I've listened to it and then I've got to think, you know. You want to keep it fresh, but at the same time it's good to have a wee look. So I've got them here, uh, printed out and ready to go. That's the first one. Um, but before we get on to the first call, I just want to remind you of the number and tell you that you can phone in, MD can phone in for anywhere in the world at any time of the day or night. You don't need to talk to MD, you just leave a message. And remember, you don't need to give you a real name or anything like that if you want to uh, protect your anonymity, protect the innocent. <laughs> um, and uh, hopefully we'll get you on the show. So here's the number and this is how you get in touch. Give me a ring anytime you like, oh, 0141 280 oh, 5141, 0141 280 5141, ah you'll be sick hearing that Banu? 0141 280 5141, you can call any time of the day or night and remember you don't need to leave your, your real name or nothing. So uh, we're going to get to our first call, um, who is it? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just... I don't know what order it's in. Matthew, give us a first call, son. Hello, Janice. I am calling to ask you,
1: why was Margaret not at Cathy McGowan's Daughters do in No Don't you
0: know? Oh, hello, my darling. Somebody's been paying attention. Um, And Matthew's here as well. As you know, Matthew is um, Margaret's son-in-law, Matthew Reid. Anyway, um... It's a very simple answer, Hen, because you notice when I talk to Margaret about Cathy, um, Margaret doesn't know what's happening about Cathy because Margaret and Cathy aren't really that close. Um, Not for any particular reason. It's just that Margaret is a friend of mine and Cathy is a friend of mine. You know when you have friends for different um, circles? We do mix up, you know what I mean? But recently, obviously, we've no been mixing at all. um, Very much one-on-one and outside or just at the door of the house. But um, I know Cathy for way back. Cathy and I uh, used to work together um, at a a care place um, in Drumchapel. And then Margaret, I only know Margaret for the street when I moved into Earth Street 12 and a half years ago. Um, So Margaret's my my next door neighbour. But Cathy lives in a different, actually further away from us. And it's just different, you know, we're friends for different things. Do you know what I mean? Um, But they're they're aware of each other and they have met. Do you know what I mean? But... When it was when it was a do, Kathy's uh, that do that you're talking about, um, it just went not be the type of thing. Margaret, Margaret wouldn't go. But even if she invited her, because she would say, "Oh, don't invite me." It's that wouldn't be appropriate. Do you know sometimes if you feel you're getting invited to, um, what do you call it? You know, necessity or something. You feel that somebody should, that feels they should invite you, and then you're sort of embarrassed. I remember I I was at a I brought um Connor to a wedding. Give him a lift to the wedding reception and then when i got there i went in to say hello they said come in and say hello to everybody because they were having the the, the wee drinks where they were setting up the room for the dinner um well a beautiful venue beautiful venue the pop and Jay hotel in in um in the Clyde valley oh stunning stunning venue um and i went in because i knew the parents of the of the young ones that was getting married and all that and they said, oh Janice, you'll need to, we'll, we'll set a place for you. And they were all kind of embarrassed that they hadn't invited me. Um, and I said, not at all, uh, Colin and Elizabeth. I said, Elizabeth, not, no, don't you dare. Um, because I, I didn't, first of all, I wasn't really interested. I'm no that big on things like that. And I had my dinner out the freezer anyway. So I wasn't going to sit and eat chicken and potatoes, and Frank would be sitting looking at the frozen bolognese, wondering what to do with himself. Now that's my fault. I've taught him that. But anyway, um, I wasn't. I wasn't dressed for it for a start, and they were asking me to stay because they felt bad, not particularly because they wanted me to stay. And that's absolutely fine. So. Anyway, my point is, my point is that I I wasn't interested. They didn't really need me to be there. It was just out of politeness, and that's lovely, and I appreciate the gesture. But there was no need for me to be there. I was dropping corn and half. That was fine. Um, so it would have been the same thing. If Cathy had invited Margaret to that do, it would be been for the same reasons. Margaret would know that, Cathy would know that, and there's no need for it. And that's absolutely... No noses out of joint, do you know what I mean? I don't like noses out of joint, am I going to avoid it? Um, Connor got his nose broke by a boy. Um, they were they were in an argument over a taxi in the tune. And I said to so Missus, this is why I don't mind you getting in that tune, Because it's just too much risk, you know what I mean? Cambridge Street... You know, there's a lot happened in that street, and I just wouldn't, have, you know, I don't trust it. Um, but he was only eighteen, and he was out and about, you know, it was his first kind of year of doing that and whatever. But he gets socked in the nose one, an, abs- an absolute blinder, uh, and his nose is all out a joint now, broke. You know, but that's that's a different kind of nose at a joint. Anyway, listen, Hen, thank you very much for calling in. Um, wasn't it really advice you were wanting? You were just doing your nosey. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you're just interested but in a way that enlightens something about about what it is to be alive anyway you know the the, the nature of the nature of friendship and all that you'll know that yourself now you've heard that me saying that you will think all oh, right enough i've got friends for different uh, contexts you would call it and um, you know you wouldn't necessarily invite them all to the same thing sometimes if you have a birthday doing you invite them all it can be a bit strange for them and for you because you're trying to get them to mingle you know, or they feel they need to, how do you know, Janice, all that, I can't be bothered with it, do you know what I mean, I've done that, we went out for a curry once for my birthday, we invited people for all different, you know, my cousin was there, uh, my cousin Sally, and then Margaret and various other people that didn't know each other and, and they end up you feel like you're bloody you're like a ringmaster or something going ruin master of ceremonies going run uh, introducing folk to each other like bloody the royal family or something, you know, this is thing and, and this is her CV and all that uh, you try to introduce folk to each other and make sure everybody's alright and you're worrying do you know what I mean? So I says, well, sack that for a game of just never mind, um, we won't do that again, so you see what I mean, friends for different groups and that's just fine, that's just absolutely fine, let me tell you, I'm holding this coffee for about 20 minutes, trying to take a sip it, it's because I don't ever stop, come up for air, I should take a sip when we're hearing the calls, speaking of which, Matthew, on to the next call, here we go,
1: Hi Janice, my name's Chris and I've been loving Ask Janice so far um, My question's actually regarding my gran, who reminds me a lot of yourself um, She's actually got a best pal called Margaret as well So when I see your wee videos chatting to her I can just shut my eyes and it's like I'm sitting in my gran's living room Listening to her chatting to her Margaret um, But basically through this lockdown my gran's been having a bit of an ongoing feud with her two sisters um, They've always had their wee fallouts and disagreements as sisters do But see this time my gran seems to have just decided enough's enough And she stopped talking to them all together um, personally I think it's the frustration and the isolation Of the lockdown that's getting to the three of them But see if you suggest this to her She's just adamant that no, that's how they are and I'm done with them um, So I'm just wondering what I could possibly tell her To make her realise these silly arguments Over this, that and the next thing On the worth or the drama You know and they sometimes drag other members of the family into it And maybe they get time for it So I just want to see them happy as sisters again for once As well as give the rest of the family a bit of peace You know <laughs> Anyway thanks for your help Janice Bye bye
0: Oh, Chris! Oh, thank you for calling me up, my darling. I'm sorry to hear about all that. That's funny, isn't it? About Margaret and everything. Your granny sounds like me. Uh, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment. I know I'm. I i do not know if I'm old enough to be your granny, son. Um. Anyway, that's lovely. Um. But this thing about the sisters. awfully sad to hear that, son. Um. You're right. I mean, a lot of that is normal, and also it will be made worse by the current uh, thingy situation that we're going through, Chris. You know but i think i've got to, i've got to sort of pick apart the actual question you're asking which is what can i say to make her see and the answer to that is pretty much always nothing there is no there is no magic words that somebody else outside of it can say that's going to make somebody behave differently that's the, that's the sad news that i've got for you but it's also the good news you can't control people places and things outside yourself you can't you can't and i've learned that through experience, son, do you know what I mean? We always think, if I only say something different, if I could just put it like this, word it this way, whatever, then I'll, I'll alter the, <laughs> the the course of the universe. You can't, can't you know? And if you do, it'll be for the wrong reasons, you know? So I know that sounds like doom and gloom and Diet Coke, but listen, it's thingby. What it means is, in the rain time, these women will sort themselves out, or they won't. But unfortunately, in the meantime, what you need to do is take nothing to do with her. Now, you're right, it has impact on the wider family. Um, ripple effect, do you know what I mean? Um, and, and at that point, that's when you're allowed to say something. But it's not something like, this is what you should do, because it just, I've learned many, many times, I've learned the hard way at Disney work. Um, but, you know, if it was my family, and they were getting on with it and fighting and all that, I need to keep out to it. I need to detach it. With love, still love them, right? but I need to detach, and, but if it starts to impact my life, if it's really rippling out and having an adverse effect on my existence, then I can say, wait a minute here, don't drag me into this, this is nothing to do with me, and you can be firm, you see what I mean? So there is a difference, but as far as what uh, advice, what magic bullet is there that you can say to your granny that will make her behave different? There is no such thing, my darling, I'm afraid to tell you. Um, but you continue loving her, you see? And your aunties, or your, your they'll be your great aunties, won't they? They're uh, granny sisters. You just keep loving them. And you do what you can, and you try not to get in the middle of it, because you could still be of use to them. You know, you don't need to take sides and fall out with folk. I hope I hope that's not the case. Uh, I don't like people falling out with each other any the than anybody else, I should say. But it does happen. There's no denying it. But as I say, trying to trying to think of the, the thing to say that's going to fix it is it's a fool's game, I'm afraid, son. Um, what you can do is you can be your best, be be the best Chris you can. You know, be there for them. Um, and there's nothing wrong with saying positive things about your granny's sisters in front of her to remind her. You know, um, but you can't tell her. There's no telling, M D. This is the thing. You know yourself you are if your pals uh, doing something in some relationship with some nutter and you just want to say, right, come on, we'll just sit down and say, this is, this is nuts, you need to get... It doesn't work. But see, when that person realises for themselves that they're in a the damaging situation, they'll do something about it. And then they'll say to you, God, I've never even seen it. You say, oh, we seen it years ago. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, this is the strange thing about life. Everybody's doing their own thing, and we can't actually influence MDLs, very strange because we think we can, and we see it on the telly all the time, somebody has a word with somebody, an intervention, and then it all changes, look, until somebody wants to change, you can have as many interventions as you want, you can have a word with them every two seconds, it's not going to do anything, that's what I think, and remember if you phone up to this programme, you're asking what I think, now... I'm prepared to be wrong, son. Absolutely. I don't have any ego about that. You know, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, my experience is that. You know, that's what I've seen over the years. And I've been around for a few. So listen, Chris, I wish you well. I, w- I really do. And, and your granny sounds like a lovely woman. And she's got her lovely sisters. And I'm sure that it'll all work out for the best. You know, some people are in our lives for, you know, just a minute. And some people are in it for, for the whole time. And people come and go. And it may be something to do with that. But... Hopefully, hopefully they'll manage to sort themselves out, you know, uh, and and become close again. But as I say, unfortunately, it's not your, uh, it's not your game, um, you just need to get on with it, get on with your own life and be the best Chris you can. So all the best to you son, and thank you very much for calling me. And to anybody else that wants to call me, let's have a wee reminder of what that number is, you can call any time, day or night. Oh one four one two eight oh five one four one. As if I need to see it again, Oh one four one two eight zero five one four one. any time at all. So thanks very much for all the calls so far. Uh, we've got some left, and let me just have a wee look here. I hope this one's longer so I can get finishing this coffee. Matthew, who have we got on the line now? Hi Janice, it's uh, Patrick here. Um, I'm just giving you a quick call just to see if I can get some advice, if that'd be okay.
1: So my wife and I have been married for the past 10 years, and we've got three lovely children. However, since I met her, probably about twelve years ago, I automatically fell in love with her brother. But I've never actually told anybody this, and I don't really, um, I don't really know what to do. It's just, it's just been something I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just because eh, my wife looks a lot like her brother, so I'm mean, I'm not really. Maybe maybe that's what it is. So I was just wondering if I could get some advice on what to do, or maybe if you could just out for it would be absolutely
0: fantastic. Thanks, Janice. Take care. Bye-bye. Patrick, thank you very much for your call. Listen, son, that's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Um, you know, the f- first of all, I mean, congratulations. You've you've, you've been married for 10 years and you, you've got three lovely wains and that's marvellous. No matter what, you know, nobody takes that away from you and that's lovely. Um, I hope you've disguised your, your name um, in case somebody's listening to this. But anyway, this is a, a very difficult situation, and it does happen. I've heard of it happening. Um, I don't think. I mean, what you say about about them looking alike. I, I don't. I suspect that that's probably not got very much to do with it, because really, when we're talking about love, being in love with somebody for ten years, it's probably not get that much to do with how they look, and they end up, is it? It's who they are, um, and for for whatever reason, and we can. not you know, we can't understand this. This is bigger than us in our wee brains. But for whatever reason, you feel strongly for this, the brother. Um, and I don't know whether that means you don't feel strongly for the the sister, your wife, or maybe you still have the feelings for both of them. Either way, I mean, it's very tricky. Very tricky indeed. I mean, Patrick, I couldn't presume to tell you what what you've today, what your next move is. But I can lay out what, what I think the first thought that comes to my head of course son is that we always need a weigh up it's like pros and cons i don't i'm not talking about making a list but in a sense in your head you almost day you kind of think well look you know the, the, the longevity of the marriage um and the wanes and the family life and the bond and everything um versus the the, the alternative which is you'd have to leave all that behind I mean I don't I don't think I can't imagine that your wife is going to be particularly understanding if you if you explain the situation. Of course the other thing you've got to bear in mind, Patrick is um we don't know you've no mention so I presume we don't know what this boy is thinking Is he even interested? So what what really is that you consider unless of course you're agreed and you've talked about it in your bath you know, Head over heels with each other, then then there might be some decision to be made. And that, my darling, would be up to you. But it seems to me, you've no mentioned it, so I'm wondering, is this unrequited? In which case, what is there to gain by by walking away for your, your long marriage and, and your three beautiful children? Um I don't know. Sometimes with these things, you know, I mean, I was gonna say we have to let them pass, but it's been a lot a long time. Sometimes um, we need to not not spend so much time around that person and just, you know, for some people, that's what they do. They say, right, I'm switching this off. But for other people, they say, well, you, you can't do that. You need to be true to yourself. It really depends on what you think is going to happen, what you think could be the possible outcome, Patrick. Um, I would hate to see you lose that family, but at the same time, we can't live a lie, you know? Um I mean I suppose in an ideal world the boy feels the same about you and somehow you're able to come to an understanding with your wife that you know that, that does the minimum amount of damage while still you know moving on in in, a, in a, a way where you're truthful to yourself because I think ultimately that's what we're that's what we're on about that's what we want isn't it it's, it's, it's to be true to ourselves um, was william shakespeare said it would not it to thine own self be true and Hamlet, I think that was um oh, above all else, you know what I mean? Um but the thing we've got to keep in mind is we can do what we want, but we've got to consider others. How are others going to feel? Are we gonna hurt people? And you you'll get some people, some people might even be on the radio right now, saying, Doesn't no matter what MDL thinks, you do what's right for you. And that, that is right to a point, but I think there's shades of grey in everything, Patrick. There's shades of grey in everything. And actually, what you want to do really is consider all, you know, all the elements of the situation. Including how you feel, including how he feels and that your misses, And to a point that the Waynes, of course, that they may well be too young to understand anything like that at all. I don't mean uh, the fact that it's two boys. I mean that they may be too young to understand even the complication of you leaving or, or the feelings that you're talking about, no matter who they're for. Um... So Patrick, I wish I could I wish I could give you more clear advice, but really, son, I mean it's it's uh, it's the ultimate. The the oldest story in the book, really. I think you've got to consider all angles and you've got to be true to what's in your heart, son. Sometimes I've got to say to myself, What really? What really do I want here? What really am I feeling? What is the right thing? And that's very deep doing. It's in the gut, you know. And if you can follow that and still do minimal damage to other people. And continue loving, you know, and be your best sell. Then there's a chance, you know, that you can move on. I wish you well, son. And uh, remember, I'm no therapist. But that's just what I what I think for what I've heard. I hope that things work out for you. And thank you very much for calling the show. Feel free to call up again and let me know how it's going. Right, Matthew. I hope that... <laughs> Could we get something a wee bit lighter next? I feel it. I feel that's very, very heavy going. I'm not complaining. Um, but I don't want to. I mean, I feel quite, quite emotional about that because it's a very hard situation. Um, who have we got up next, Matthew?
1: Hiya, Janice. It's Ashley here. Um, I just wanted to phone and ask you for a little bit of advice. Um, you know what it's like with uh, the pandemic. Um, I'm a single lassie and I'm um, out there trying to meet uh, my next, you know man of my dreams and um, I've I've found I, f- I think I've found him and, um, I actually just don't know how to make the first move because at the moment all we've had today is walk r- laps in a park
0: and get coffee and I just want to know Janice, how do I make that next step with coronavirus in the way? Ashley, my darling, thank you so much thank you for calling me up lovely to hear for you Listen, this is um, this is going to be a very common question right now. So I hope I hope it's useful for a lot of people that's listening. You'll be shouting at your radios, "Wait, do this, do this." Um, I mean, it's very different now to what it was when I was young. I mean, when I was young, you you if you were a lassie, you wouldn't be making any move. That's that's one thing right away. Now we will have more equality in society, which is a wonderful thing. So if you feel that and you feel it's time for you to do something, I think that's marvellous. First of all, I must say that. Because there was a time gone by when we lassies just had to sit and wait. You know, even if we had very strong feelings. And if he didn't do and that was it. You know, but if you, uh, you know, as a woman um, can can make a move, I think that's very empowering and wonderful. So I'm proud of you for even thinking that. Um, it's great. And you're right, it's difficult. There's lots of walking about parks. My God, I mean, when I go out for a walk, see hundreds of folk walking and you can see, you can tell the ones it's on a wee date, can't you? Two of them looking at the they kind of look at each other, and they're gra- hung, hanging on to these coffees for their life. You know, the coffee shops must be doing a doing a rare turn at the minute. I remind me, I've got to sip of this. Left. Oh, it's cold new. Um, but you're right. You're right, Ashley. It's it's no easy. Um, look, I I think the best thing, and you probably know what I'm going to say in one way, is honesty, honest and open communication. Now boys are notoriously easy fear, you know what I mean? You could say, oh, I've got this feelings and then he might run a mile. But if you're really feeling strongly about it, I think, you know, if you're feeling there's a connection, there's a good chance that he's feeling it in awe, you know what I mean? And I think seize a day, you know, I think be honest. And I'll tell you what I would I would love you to do is not do it with a text message. Speak to the boy, you know, Um on the phone even, or next time you see him. Just be honest, you know. And the thing is, see with this pandemic and all the rest of it, you need to say to yourself, what have I got to lose? You know, we're in a very weird situation here. And if you've found somebody you like, the two options are say something or don't say anything. And I know which one I prefer. You might as well say something, you know what I mean Hen? And I think honesty is the best policy. Now, you don't need to um, spill your entire guts out you know and tell him everything you're thinking because that's not always healthy is it hen but just to say to him look I've had a really nice time meeting you and I'd really like to see where this goes because you're a you're a nice fella and when I'm with you I feel good or whatever it is you want to say you know you don't need to pile it on because that that does that can put people off and, and fair enough you know that can be a lot but if you're if you're able to say in a gentle way you know how you feel then Marvellous, marvellous. And I'll tell you what you'll find is that despite what you hear and what you see in the telly and all that, people really respect that. When people are real with each other and speak the truth, people really respect that and a lot of people don't expect that. You know what I'm saying? They don't they they, they have it coming at them and they think, My oh God, I didn't didn't see that coming. You know, actual truth and up front with each other there's a lot to be said for that a lot to be said for it now again like I said earlier in the show we can't influence people you know we can't make them say or do things that they don't want to do so remember that when you go forth Ashley because the thing is it's not as if you need to construct very carefully what you're going to say because if you say it just right he'll go for it and if you say it wrong, he'll run a mile The fact is, he feels how he feels. Now, if he feels it, then that's great. And if he doesn't, that's the truth. And that's something we need to deal with. See what I mean? So, don't deliberate too long and hard. Don't write a script. Because if you speak your truth, he can speak his, whatever it is. And you need to be open to whatever it is. If the answer is, I'm not feeling it. You need to accept that. You know? And and take the next step. But it's only one step at a time, isn't it how do you eat an elephant a wee bit at a time, you know? So actually I wish you well and I hope that you can just speak your wee truth, you know? Um, and remember that it's no about you constructing it exactly to get him hooked in. If he feels it, he feels it. And if he Disney he Disney And what's for you, you'll know goodbye, you hen. <laughs> so I wish you well and I hope that it all works out for the best. Well, it will work out for the best. It'll be exactly as it's meant to be. That's my feeling anyway. So that's about all we've got time for, I think. Yes, that's about all we've got time for. Well, any calls that we didn't fit in this week, we will try and get them in next week. Um, And in the meantime, I want you to keep phoning us. 0141 You can phone any time of the day or night and you might catch us live on Clydebank Radio. You'd have to be within about 500 metres of Yoker. Uh, Other than that, well... You just get us on the podcast because we're worldwide, we're international now, aren't we, Matthew? (laughs) He's waving his hand. That's it, son. So, thanks very much for listening to my wee programme. Thanks for being pals, you know. And uh, give us a call anytime you like. Love to hear from you and uh, give you a wee bit of advice. Remember, I'm not a therapist. I just say whatever it is that's in my heart and uh, same to you. I hope you'll keep doing that too. You know what I mean? Speak your truth. Open and honest communication. Those are the buzzwords. You have a lovely time. We'll see you next time on Ask Janice. Ta-ta.